Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. So welcome again to the Table and Well podcast. This is episode number 83, and we are, as always, glad that you're with us today, and we're glad to be with you. And please feel free to download and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. So we have spent our last podcast talking about our community identity statement. Mm -hmm. And um, just, again, in the middle of developing that and processing this out and um, just who we are as a as a community yeah, and how it is for us to to just be. Yeah. Be as ourselves and be together in a yeah. healthy way. The way that we put it on our community identity statement is so that together we may cultivate joy, safety and belonging in our community. Yeah. So everything we're developing around this idea is with that in mind. Yes. Uh, we talked about on the last podcast, just the importance of making sure that this isn't a statement of standards mm-hmm. or of expectation or you do this or else or anything like right. that. It really is about calling out what already is in people yes. Yes. and it's calling them up into maturity. Yes. Similar to what we would do with our children mm-hmm. in that, like, this is who you are. This is who you're becoming even yeah. maybe yes. not who you mm, are today, yeah. but even who you are becoming. And, and that's, that's what we're inviting to the table here. Yeah. We're not, um, you can come as you are where you are, mm-hmm. but the actual full invitation is to become the fullness of who you are, yes. your full mature self. Yes. And even as, as we see with small children and good parents, right. we see them saying things to their children that aren't just about, about them as a toddler. Mm-hmm. They're speaking things that will translate into their adulthood about yeah. who they are. Yes. And so that's a lot of what this statement is about. And we really built it for um, just what we're developing in mm-hmm. the fall and creating some ways to invite people to be themselves inside of our yeah. groups and and really thinking and praying around who we want to be as a community mm-hmm. and even drawing out some things that we already are. Yeah. So the table is really yeah. the place that that's happening. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. We again, like we said, if you didn't catch the last podcast, we just said this really comes from the beginnings of this is from a list that we had on our fridge mm-hmm. that we were starting to notice in the community already at the community table. So this right. isn't even these aren't really even things that we were like, oh, this is what we want to do. Like we weren't, we weren't saying like, we need people to be like this. <laughs> yeah, we weren't. These aren't things that actually initially came from us. These are things that came from what we were witnessing and what we were um, observing happen mm-hmm. in our community when we at our table. Yeah. And what we saw was bearing really great fruit in yeah. our groups as well. So the last podcast we talked about the we take care of ourselves statements. Yes. And we are watching people. We've been watching people who are doing their work and taking care, care of themselves, themselves and learning to mature in that way. Cause that's, that's the first steps of maturing yeah. is learning to take care of ourselves. And we've seen that when people do that really well, that they, they begin to become um, one develop an identity, but also right. bring that full identity to the group. And we mm-hmm. talk about this in our group that if we can be fully ourselves, yes, then that allows you to be fully yourself. Yes. And and we've talked about that at the community table and just mm-hmm. how powerful that is and how a lot of people who come to our table or are part of our groups, that's one of the big things they express is, oh, wow, 
Like this has just been so good and so rich and so safe. And a lot of it is you and I have done our work to, yeah. to learn who we are and to learn how to take care of ourselves. And so when we get together with other people, we're not needing them to take yeah. care of us. Yep. We actually have that part covered mm-hmm. and not that they don't care for us because they right. do. We have it's definitely, a both end. it's always yeah, a both end. We've definitely had people come to the table and we've shared something heavy or challenging for oh, us yeah. and they've cared for us really, really well. Yes. But it's in that adult mutually satisfying relationship right? Um, where there might even be sacrifice involved in, in one mm-hmm. of our parts, but it's not this lifelong sacrifice to care for you. Like we were saying in the last podcast as where I'm stepping in as a, as a caregiver. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stepping in, but there, but I'm stepping in as a friend, as a brother, mm-hmm. as a sister, as someone who's invested in your growth. Yeah. Because I'm invested in my growth. Yes. And I'm invested in our, our growth. growth. Yeah. yeah. As a community and as friends and as people. And yeah. so, yeah. And I think there was one piece I wanted to mention in the last podcast and we didn't get to it, mm. but I think it would be good to interject it here. Um, through the summer, there's been this conversation about what it's like to be family and the importance yeah. of godly family and the importance of learning who God is and how he loves and how he cares for us Mm -hmm. really well. Uh, But the reality around that we haven't gotten that. And so the thought is, is that initially God gave us family Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. we could be born into family and be raised from day one in this understanding of who God is and how he loves us and how he cares for us Mm -hmm. because we should have seen that modeled in our parents. Right. Well, we live in a fallen world and <laughs> and for most of us that didn't even come close. Right. That wasn't even at our parents best. Yeah. And they've tried their hardest with their, in the midst of their own stories. We tried our best in the midst yeah. of our own story yep. and, and still fell very, very short. Mm-hmm. So the thought is, and the, and this is kind of what we're, we're um, just staying really curious around this, this revelation that's coming to us is then the second, Second option for people should be yeah. that when they mm. are born again, yeah. they're born into the family of Christ. A healthy, a spiritual healthy family. Spiritual family. Yeah. One that can care for them from the days of being born again. Right. I think it's so interesting that the that the phrasing around born again indicates that it we go back again. we go back to infancy. Yeah. We go back to the we go back to the natural progression of maturity. Yeah. So good. That's a really great way to put it. Yeah. And we have a second chance to go back and cover the gaps that didn't get fulfilled the first time Jesus came. So that, so yes, so that even in this area that there would be full redemption in our maturity and our ability to be relationally healthy with one another and to learn Mm -hmm. again, the things that we didn't get to learn the first time, like taking care of ourselves. Yeah. But that's not really happening real great because we're missing healthy family. Yes. We can't mature alone. And even though our very first statement is we take care of ourselves, ourselves, right? we actually, the idea is, is that we have family that teaches us how to do that in the beginning days. And most of us didn't have that. And then we don't have spiritual families or churches that can then help us the second time around because there's not enough maturity at the table to do that. Yeah. So we find ourselves out here flailing Mm -hmm. and, and showing up with a lot of infant needs or a lot of child needs and and we're frustrated in our communities because they're not meeting our needs and we all find ourselves as children in an orphanage trying to just yes. get our needs met yeah. hoping someone will feed us right and there's so much pain around that yeah because we're we're desperate for scraps that that we didn't get the first time around right. and this is how we've become as right. a, as a body of Christ and it's 
really, really heartbreaking to watch. And so that's why we do what we do to help create some maturity around the body of Christ so that could you imagine if we actually could give the offer to the world that that no, if you are born again, you're actually born into a healthy family. Right. You know that family that you had that was so painful for you? Well, we've done our work and and we have actually created a joy-filled, safe place mm-hmm. to belong. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> Being able to offer that to community because to the society, because that the world, that's what they want. Yeah. That's what they're looking for. I mean, yeah. that's what we're all looking for. We, right. we we say this a lot. It's like it's the like our deepest desire yeah. is to is to belong yeah and to to have community yeah and to be attached i mean and yeah. to find joy i mean those are all the, these are all parts of us mm-hmm. that were put in us by our creator by god mm-hmm. to have these are all human needs yes and we all want them and like you said it we did not most of us did not get all of those needs met in our biological natural family mm-hmm. and so being able to offer that which i believe was god's design from the beginning, yeah, be able to offer that into a fam, being able to offer that to someone that comes into the spiritual family, mm-hmm. they get a do-over. Yeah, and that that is Jesus, isn't That's Jesus. he? <laughs> yeah, he's all about the do-over. <laughs> like he's our do-over. Yeah, I mean, he did. He came to redeem and restore all things, mm-hmm. and yet this we still find to be unredeemed. Yeah, that's really good. And we find it to be even for ourselves, mm-hmm. our ability to recreate even in our biological families health. Yes. Nevertheless, in our Christian communities, health. Mm-hmm. And when we say health, that's all comes back to relationship. Yes. It's not about how much money we make yeah. and how much food we have on the table or any of that, mm-hmm. even though those pieces come into play. But what Absolutely. we're talking about in health here is we could have all of those things. We could have more than enough mm-hmm. money resources quote and unquote. yeah, beautiful homes and yeah. all these pieces and not have, have safety, joy and belonging within our own, own family units, nevertheless in our Christian communities. Yeah. And that just should not be. So part of our heart here in creating this community identity statement is dreaming over what would that look like? Yeah. What would that look like for us to really be that for one another? And what are the pieces that it's going to take to get there? And what are the, for all of us, not, not what are we going to do to create safe community for you? (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, because we can't do it alone. We can't do it alone. Right. We actually all together have to do this, even in the midst of our mess, even in the midst of our maturing, even in the midst of us missing some of the skills that we need, even Mm -hmm. in the midst of the reality of the fact that quite a few of us are still healing from childhood wounds and healing Mm -hmm. from and growing through infant maturity skills and child maturity skills. Um, And yet here we are as adults, full grown adults, 40 year old adults. Mm -hmm that are a part of community and those pieces come to the table with us and mm-hmm. that's real yep. and we can't grow through it without community. We've talked about that through the whole maturity yes. series of there's your work to do and then there's the community's work to do. Yep. And what does it look like to do that safely? Yeah. I guess is really the idea of the statement. Yeah. yeah. How do we, how do, uh, yeah. How do we do that? How do we do it as a community? Mm-hmm. How do I do that? With your best interest is heart at heart. Mm-hmm. And how do we as a community do that with the community's best interest at, at really heart? Good. And how do we how do we how do we do that well? Yeah. And uh, so the very first statement we made is 
we take care of ourselves. Yeah. It starts with that. Yep. Take care of yourself. And inside of that, we talk about focusing on your own work and releasing others to do their own. We talk about making time to read and process and practice anything that you're learning. Yeah. So you can bring it back to the community and have the richness mm-hmm. of conversation and growth as mm-hmm. a community that way. Uh, we talk about honoring our relational health journey um, through awareness, intention, and practice. So being aware of where we are on the journey, yeah. giving ourselves grace mm-hmm. and intentionally moving towards the next level of maturity or the yeah. next thing, this area that we're maturing in, that we're working through. Um, we talk about following through with our commitments to mature, both in the short term and long term, mm-hmm. knowing that it's going to be hard mm-hmm. and that the commitment to to this maturing process is is worth it in the end mm-hmm. and knowing that no matter how hard it is right now not miss not focusing in on i don't know if i can do this but what why am i doing this yeah and looking towards that end result i'm doing this so i can be healthy so my mm-hmm. family can be healthy my community can be healthy my legacy can be healthy yeah um and understanding that i'm committed to that growth and yeah. doing that and i just have to jump in here because more things are, are sure, being I know. Me, but, happens. but even the city that we live in yeah is a top 10 city because people in prior generations mm-hmm. did the hard work of committing to growth and committing to change yep. and committing to things with a long-term goal in mind. We are literally living in the legacy of their hard work. Yeah. What if we lived through this thought of I'm committing to mature myself so that my my future children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren can also be mature and don't have yeah. to fight the fight that I've fought toward health we talk a lot about building a passing lane for others and and that we live a life of building a passing lane Mm -hmm. and i'm even thinking about benny johnson who just passed and watching all these people just share these beautiful testimonies of who she was and wanting to carry on who she was on this earth and how greatly she affected them yeah and part of that was her maturity yes and her ability to take care of herself and Mm -hmm in a way that also then allowed her to have capacity to, to care, care really well for others yeah. and invite them into that same journey. Yeah. Honestly, her being her made other people uh, create an invitation for other people to be their, their Bully best them. selves. Yeah. And yeah. that is the beauty of the gospel. Yes. Of the gospel. So good. And so the last thing on that list was we do hard things yeah. because all of this is just, this is it's just hard, hard work and it won't happen without leaning into doing those hard things. Yeah. So, the next statement, the next identity statement is we are gentle protectors. Mm-hmm. I love, I love this statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just protectors. No. Cause that can look like a lot of things, a lot of things, yes. but gentle protectors. Yes. So the five things on this list are we stay in our circle by not speaking about or for others. Mm-hmm. We are careful to not overshare. Mm-hmm. We do not share others, personal stories. Mm-hmm. We hold each other's stories with kindness and full mm. confidentiality, and we remain glad to be with others even in hard times. Yeah. So we stay in our circle by not speaking about or for others. Mm-hmm. So um, the stay in our <laughs> circle is actually a, we Janelle and I, we went through um, we went to this marriage um program i don't even really remember what it's called but um and one of their things was stay in your circle yeah and it was all about because again as we said before the growth it's about your growth it's Uh not about their growth it goes back to number one the very first thing we take care of ourselves we focus on doing our own work and releasing others to do theirs yeah and so in doing that we protect we stay in our own circle 
Yes. And so that looks like I'm not going to (laughs) blame everything Uh on you. Well, if you would just change, well, if you would do this or if you would do that. Um, Also, too, not putting words in your mouth or to your experience Mm -hmm. and being willing to um, allow what again, it goes back to allowing what is. I think this was one of the big things that we even learned with our kids when our kids were processing their pain from their experience with Mm -hmm. us as parents and, and in our immaturity there was a lot of things that I didn't want to be true yeah. about how our kids felt about mm-hmm. their their experience. And so I I would often want to speak for yeah. them and and say, oh well that really wasn't true or that's not real that yeah. wasn't real. Like yeah. I get that maybe you feel that way, but that's not that's really not what happened. What's going on. Yeah. You know, and and that's part of it, right? Is that gently protecting looks yes. like allowing you to, to have your own story mm-hmm. and to allow that to be what is. And for me not to interject my story onto yours or to put words in your mouth or even blaming my life experience yes. on you yeah. too. And the flip side yep. of that mm-hmm. in that in this marriage, for example, there's lots of things that, that I could, and I did say in the beginning, like when, when we started going mm-hmm. through our undoing, yeah. if, if somebody were to stop and ask me, I probably would have listed 20 things that were all your fault as to why this marriage was hard. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But the more work I did on my own, the more I realized, oh my goodness, those are half my things, if not more than half mm. my things. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so if we, and to gently protect means that I'm not yeah. going to take yep. my, issues, triggers, immaturities, pain, um, and the way I'm experiencing things and make it your fault. And, yeah. And, and projecting that onto you. Yes. Not that you didn't have a part to play because right. you yep. certainly did just back to the conversation about our kids. Like we played a part in yes. their pain. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And maybe the way they experienced it isn't at all our intention. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, what was true about right. our intention, but it, that none of that stuff matters. We have to face what is and how, yeah, just how yeah. it is for each of us in our own in our own lives, our own stories, our own hearts, our own minds, and um, gently protect that. Well, I, I it, it, as you're talking, I'm thinking too. It, it even goes a little deeper than that because because in that statement, you could say, well, okay, how do you, how is that being a gentle protector? But really, it's protecting the relationship mm-hmm. because when you start to put your perceived ideas or your your um, your things on them, speaking for them, speaking about them, mm-hmm. um, projecting how you're feeling mm-hmm. onto them or projecting what is happening in the situation as like all of their fault. Mm-hmm. You're not protecting the relationship. Very good. At yeah. all. You're, 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 you are, you're damaging the relationship. Yeah, you are. And yeah. so in order to protect the relationship, it's like, I'm not gonna, I can't put, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to worry about me mm-hmm. in this relationship and my growth and the things that I can work on for me mm-hmm. because that is protecting our relationship. That's really good. And so yeah, by me doing the work, by me taking care of myself mm-hmm. is actually also being a gentle protector because yes, I'm protecting the relationship. Yeah. I think another thing that's coming to mind for me too is being really careful, especially when we're growing inside and each of us are doing our own work, whether that's inside of a marriage, mm-hmm. inside of a family, inside of a community. And we're changing because we're growing because we're maturing Mm -hmm. and being very careful to stay inside of our circle and not speaking about or for others in the way of like, Oh yeah, she'll just do it this way Mm -hmm. or he'll just do it that way. Cause that's the way he always does it. Or, 
or fully expecting them to have a certain reaction or a response to something because that's the way they've previously done it. And and just going in with this expectation that that's how they're going to show up. We're actually not protecting the relationship and we're not protecting that person's growth. Yeah. Part of of protecting that of protecting that person's growth is actually saying I'm going to create up a create almost like this what's coming to mind is like fencing but mm. this space of I'm going to I'm going to give you space and time to become and to grow and to give you the benefit of the doubt or to give you the um the grace to yeah. to do that and to kind of do it awkwardly maybe yeah. Yeah. and gently protect you by not trying to get into your circle and fix you either. Oh, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) You know, or, or tell you how you are Mm -hmm. or how you used to be or come into any conversation like that. Like I'm actually going to come from my own space Mm -hmm. in my own circle and, and own this space here and not own your space. Your space. Yeah. That's so good. It's yeah, because so I actually have no control there. No, no. And that's true, good, bad, or indifferent right. in any other relationship, whether you're in a relationship with someone who's healthy and who's trying to grow and who has maturity or is working mm-hmm. on maturity, or you're with someone who is not healthy or not safe. Staying in our own circle is actually gentle protectors of ourselves, of ourselves as, well. as well. Yeah. And really important yeah. that that really at the end of the day, the only thing I can do is take care of me. Yes. And we've talked to multiple couples about this, particularly I've had some conversations with women in particular who are so wound up in trying to fix their husbands (laughs) and, you know, all these things that their, their husbands are doing that they need to change for, you know, whatever reason, for whatever reason, sometimes, well, I can't do this until they do that. And it's like, nope, nope, nope. nope. You have full agency over your own circle. You have no agency over their circle. Right. Yeah. You're married. And so everything's tied together. It is. Yep. (laughs) And that's real and that's painful, but yet we will drive ourselves crazy trying to control someone else's circle and no one ends up winning in the end Yeah, and no one actually is gently protected. Yeah. That's yep. Really good. Um, the second one on this general protectors is we are careful not to overshare and people, you could kind of go, what do you mean by overshare? How does that, what are you talking about? So one of the things that we say a lot is we don't want to share beyond what our bond mm-hmm. is able to handle. Yes. And so, um, for instance, you would not, it's not healthy mm-hmm. or wise to tell your entire life stories, good, bad, all the junk, the dirt, all of that to someone you may just have walked into community with mm-hmm. two days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might desperately need a place to share that story. And that's very real. Mm-hmm. But we tend to overshare and and it ends up um, breaking the ability to bond because there's so much overwhelm yeah. and and discomfort that's caused because it's not appropriate. And then you end up getting really, really wounded mm-hmm. because you're like, I shared my whole story with them, my whole life story. And they're, and they're not they connecting walk, to me. And they're not connecting and they've walked away. And yeah, because that was really, really overwhelming and yeah. felt very uncomfortable because it was way too intimate. It's yeah. like it's like a one night stand just emotionally. <laughs> right. You know? And yeah. And we've seen this play out in the table. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've had vet people that have came in and just like dropped everything mm-hmm. on the group. And it's like, whoa, that was a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. It, and it, we it, actually can't even get into walking alongside you because we don't have a relationship that enables us to do that. Right. And so we all are also really grappling with 
how do we respond well? Because it matters to us yes. that we respond well, but we don't have a bond we, yeah, we to respond well. No relational equity, no bond to be able to, yeah, to respond yeah, well. To, to be, actually do and walk out this with you. And so now we're we're all in pain. Right. And and actually have no resources to repair what's happening. What's ha- yes. Because now we can't, we can't, um, it is kind of like an emotional one night yeah. stand. Like you can't undo that intimate moment. Right. And it's so now we're trying to navigate this awkward intimacy that we've had. Yes. Yep. And pretend like we didn't and go back to the beginning and and become friends first. Right. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And we but at the on the same token, the same time, we've had people come into the table that was their first time there and share really hard things that was happening in their life. Mm-hmm. And they didn't overshare. Right. They shared enough for us to feel what they're going through to be able to sit with them in that mm-hmm. and and not um, get into all the details and all the little things that were happening, right. but they were able, they, they were able to come in and share to the level and, and the level of two things. One, I think this, the, the level of safety that they felt in mm-hmm. the space that we, right. that were that was created mm-hmm. and their comfort, comfort level mm-hmm. and being able to share to this point. Right. And, 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 and to the comfort level that we were all at the table were able to, to sit in and really uh, uh, sympathize and to um, attune and have all of that. And then had really incredible, awesome connection mm-hmm. with them in the process of doing that. Yes. Without feeling like we walked away saying, gosh, I didn't need to, know, to know all that, that you yeah. know? Um, but yet our hearts are breaking for them. And almost in a curiosity standpoint of, gosh, I wish I knew the pieces of that right. story, but also really honoring the fact Oh, we oh, don't have the relationship have yet for yeah. me to know that story. But there's parts of me that that want I to lean to into. Because yeah, I want to lean, lean into in, relationship yeah. with you to know your story. So I can walk with you really alongside you in this. Mm-hmm. And to earn the gift of your story. Yeah. So back to the idea of gentle protector. So those people were protecting themselves, protecting their story. But they were also protecting, protecting people the at the table. Yeah. Who you don't know particularly in that situation, because our table can be a variety of people. We get new people all the time. Mm -hmm. And then we have people who've been there forever. And you don't know what other people have walked through Mm -hmm. either. And you may say something that could be very wounding for them that, uh, that you don't know. And not that there isn't time and place for that, 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 you know, I may like my story of my childhood or even things we've shared on this podcast. it, It is similar to that where you see us share our story but we're sharing it to what's appropriate to the bond that you can have with a podcast audience. You right. know? Yeah, exactly. Like you're not going to know the nitty gritty of all the mm-hmm. details of our story because you're not our deep friends. Right. And very few people hold the nitty gritty of our mm-hmm. full story because that's safe and appropriate. And it leaves us feeling safe too, that our yeah. story is not out in a million places. And even when we shared um, some of our story, we called our kids. Right. Yep. And we said, hey, we want you to know that we're going to share these pieces of our story. Mm -hmm. Are you okay with that? Because our story then intertwines with theirs. Yes. And are you okay with us sharing to the bond, you know, with people that are on our podcast? Because you don't have a bond with them at all. Like you're double removed from Mm -hmm. that. And being real about those factors as well. Remembering that when we show up, our story is not just our Our story story. alone. Very rarely. You've been listening to the Table in Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. To begin your journey to relational health, go to tableandwellco.com forward slash community 101. Again, that's tableandwellco.com forward slash community 101.